0: Dig a bit, a podcast for women who want to dig into the meat of God's Word for a bit. We are glad you have taken a few minutes out of your day to listen. Our host is Cindy Colley from thecolleyhouse.org. Now grab your Bible and let's dig in. Good afternoon. It is afternoon where I'm speaking and it is the end of March. I believe today is March the 26th, and it is actually the date of our video podcast, so I'm excited about that. That's about four hours away as I'm speaking. I don't know what time of day that it is that you'll be listening, but I hope you're having a good day. In our second Dig a Bit in the month of March, we talked about the Rod of God, and we began a discussion that's just been very interesting to me, and I hope it is as exciting to you as it has been to me. I love digging because, you inevitably each month i find something that i wasn't expecting to find we talked about the rod of god in that first well it was actually the second digabit of the month of march digabit 2 and we talked about how that that rod was of a divine source it was the rod of god in exodus 4 1 through 5 there at the burning bush and It was stated by God that with this rod you can do signs and wonders and that will um, he implied there that these signs and wonders would convince Pharaoh to eventually let the people go so Aaron's rod then is spoken of in chapter 7 verses 1 to 13 and then sometimes throughout the plagues the rod is called the rod of Moses Moses take your rod and hold out your hand and so we have the rod being called three different things the rod of God the rod of Aaron and the rod of Moses but we made a pretty airtight case that the that rod actually was always the same rod in fact we found that rod being spoken of in the same passage as being the rod of Moses and the rod of Aaron Then we talked about how that when God says, hold out your hand, that sometimes the response to that command was the holding out of the rod. And so we pretty much made an airtight case from passages in Exodus 8 all the way through Exodus 17, that that rod and, and the hand of those men was the same thing. The Lord was working through their hands and their rod as they held out that rod in that hand. Over the sea or as they took the rod and smote the dust of the land that it might become lice throughout all the land of Egypt each time that God said do something with your rod and the Bible says they did it with their hand or vice versa we're talking about the same occurrences we're talking about the same thing so the hand and the rod are pretty much interchangeable in those passages as well Today let's notice that it was definitely a rod of authority. Notice that signs, miracles, wonders in the Bible are almost exclusively always proof of the authority of God working through a man. In the last verse of chapter of Mark where the Lord there was giving the Great Commission we read these words, and these are just. This is just one passage among many that we could go to to show that the authority of God is being demonstrated by the miraculous. Uh, in verse 19, it says, "So then, after the Lord had spoken to to them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. And they went forth and preached everywhere. The Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs or miracles." following so they were confirming the word that they were speaking the apostles were by the miracles that they were able to do what kind of miracles well he's just said that beginning in verse 15 jesus said go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature he who believes and is baptized shall be saved but he who does not believe shall be condemned verse 17 and these signs shall follow them that believe in my name they shall cast out demons they shall speak with new tongues take up serpents if they drink any deadly thing it will not hurt them they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover all those being miraculous works that the apostles were going to be able to do and then he tells us the reason to confirm the preaching about salvation that they were speaking They were able to show people that, yes, it is true that you must believe and be baptized in in order to be saved. And we are giving you this message from God. Watch what we can do, and it's not our, our own power. This is God's power. And so the authority was being demonstrated by those signs. It's the same thing in the Old Testament with God's rod of authority. In numbers chapter 16 and 17 that that was the uprising of Korah Dathan Abiram and on against Moses and Aaron and let's note verse 16 chapter 16 verse 28 Korah Dathan and Abiram were there they were in trouble because they were continuing to rebel against Moses and Aaron and So in verse 28, we have Moses saying, Hereby you will know that the Lord has sent me to do all these works, for I have not done them of my own mind. And then he said, If these men die the common death of all men, or if they be visited after the visitation of all men, that is if they die of natural causes, the Lord hasn't sent me. Verse 30, But if the Lord makes a new thing, and the earth opens her mouth and swallows them up with all that appertain to them, and they go down alive into this pit, then you're going to understand that these men have provoked the lord what's he saying there he is saying that with this sign with this authority that the lord has given me um, these men something miraculous is about to happen these men aren't going to die a natural death they're going to die a miraculous death and we're going to connect these miracles to the rod in a moment in 16 verses 36 to 40 and i just find it interesting that their censers were melted down and they used these censers to make broad plates to cover the altar why was that in verse 38 for they offered them before the lord therefore they're hallowed and they shall be assigned unto the children of israel so the censers with which uh the Two hundred and fifty men were consumed. The censers that began that fire, that the Lord in which the Lord consumed Korah, Dathan, and Abiram and their households and the two hundred fifty followers, with those censers, they were plates were made for the covering of the altar, and that was so they could remember verse forty, that no stranger which is not of the seed of Aaron will come near to offer incense for the for the Lord so that he won't be like Korah, and his company as the lord said to him by the hand of moses he's saying you know what we're going to melt down these censers and we're going to put them permanently on the ark so that if anybody comes who's not a levite as aaron is a levite the one with the authority of god that he will remember that he's not authorized to come to this altar. God wanted them to remember that day that they had arisen up against his Levitical system, and he wanted them to know that from here on out, everyone who approaches my altar better make sure that he is authorized, that he is a son of Aaron. And then verse 41 of chapter 16 is just breathtaking. But on the morrow, all of the congregation of the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron saying you have killed the people of the Lord you know what they hadn't seen anything yet these people the very next day after they watched the ground swallow up 250 of their comrades got up in the morning and said you've killed the people of the Lord murmuring against the authorized spokesmen of God the ones who had just been declared the spokesman of god himself so they rose up the next day again and murmuring and began murmuring and in chapter 49 of course you'll remember that god sent not chapter 49 verse 49 of course you'll remember that god sent a great plague upon them and verse 49 is authoritative now those who died in the plague i want you to just get this number were fourteen thousand besides those who died about the matter of Korah. So we have about 15,000 men who had died within a two-day period because they injected themselves, slapped at the face of God. They just put themselves in the face of God and His authority, and that many lives were taken as a result. In chapter 17, then, authority is nailed down ready for what's going to follow in chapter 18. so in chapter 17 it's the short chapter where the rods were gathered a rod for every tribe and aaron's rod was included in those rods that were collected from each tribe the Lord said to Moses, verse 10, bring Aaron's rod again before the testimony to be kept for a token against the rebels and thou shalt quite take away their murmurings from me so that they die not. What was special about Aaron's rod? Verse six, the the rod of Aaron was among those rods and it came to pass, verse eight, that on the morrow Moses went into the tabernacle and behold, the rod of Aaron for the house of Levi was budded and brought forth buds and bloomed blossoms and yielded or was bearing ripe almonds. I that's unbelievable so they collected these rods moses was just going to try and show one more time where god's authority lay with the levitical priesthood these people were saying why does aaron get to be the priest why is he the special one because everybody in this whole congregation is holy so why can't we be offering the sacrifices Why does Aaron think he's so much and he's getting to wear the priestly robes? They were rising up against God's authority. And so God laid 12 rods down there and one of those rods, Aaron's rod, miraculously brought forth buds and blossoms and flowers and ripe almonds. Chapter 17 then is really nailing down the authority for chapter 18 which gives the charge of the priests and the Levites their portions and here the people of God were being commanded to support these Levites to bring them tithes to give them the best of their animals to offer them as they were offering to God meat to support them they weren't given an inheritance of land in chapter 18 The people were going to be expected to support the Levites. Did they, you think those people, those stubborn people needed that sign about the rod in chapter 17 to make them realize that God's authority was behind the sacrifices that they were going to make for their brethren, the Levites? Yeah, they had a big chip on their shoulder against the Levites because the Levites were getting this privilege. And God was saying, no, you better be bringing your sacrifice to the Levites because I have given them my authority and he showed that with that very same rod of authority so listen carefully now we'll wind this up in exodus 4 verse 17 we find that the rod was for miracles signs in exodus 14 verse 30 we see that god brought salvation through the rod the rod was for salvation in Exodus 17 verse 5, we see that the rod brought forth water. And in number 17, we see that the rod was showing the high priest's authority. Are you seeing something here? Because I'm seeing something here jesus is the pinnacle of the miraculous on this earth he is for signs john 20 and verse 31 and verse 30 really says many other signs truly did jesus in the presence of his disciples which are not written in this book but these are written why that you might believe that jesus is the christ the son of god what do signs do they show the authority of god In a person and here the signs were written that you might believe that jesus is the christ the son of god and that you might have life through his name in acts chapter 4 i'm just going to give you one more example this is where um, the apostles were imprisoned because of the work that they were doing because of the lame man that they made whole and they kept getting into trouble with the council they would let him go and then they would go ahead and preach in the name of jesus after being told not to and they would beat him and let him go and then they would preach again and they would put him in jail then they would find him in the temple and right in the middle of all that in acts 4 verses 29 and 30 uh, they were praying for boldness and they said lord behold their threatenings look at the jews and how they're persecuting us lord and please grant to your servants that with all boldness we can speak your word and do this lord how how are you going to how are you going to make us bold how are you going to show them that we're from you verse 30 by stretching forth your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of or by the authority of your holy child jesus Jesus was the pinnacle of showing God's authority by signs, and he was the pinnacle of salvation. Luke 1, verse 69, when that uh, song of praise and prophecy was being given. In verse 69, this is Zacharias on the eighth day when he's having his son John, and he gave a song of praise there in in luke chapter 1 and verse 69 he says and god's raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant david as he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets which have been since the world began that we could be saved from our enemies so jesus was for signs jesus was for salvation let's look at acts 4 12 it says neither is there salvation in any other for there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved that verse that name is in verse 10 there of acts chapter 4 jesus christ of nazareth he's for signs he's for salvation he is the living water In the desert John 4 14 and all of that context the woman at the well Jesus said I can give you water and you'll never have to thirst again revelation 21 verse 16 and that's at the very end of our New Testament revelation this text where it says in revelation that Jesus is the water but let's move on right now to the high priest Jesus is the high priest hebrews 4 14 among other passages in hebrews tells us that he's our high priest hebrews 7 26 tells us he is the high priest and as we look for jesus the water i want to fill that verse in here i thought i had that copied down correctly but i just did not and i'm going to find that for you right now revelation 22 17 revelation 22 verse 17 you come to me and you can drink of the water of life freely so here we have jesus is for signs jesus is salvation jesus has the living water jesus has the high priestly authority hebrews 4 14 and 7 26 among many others we have not a high priest that cannot be touched with our own infirmities but just like we are as tempted in all points we have the holy high priesthood of jesus and the priestly authority did you see there that the rod was for signs the rod was for salvation the rod was for water the rod was to prove the high priest authority when it budded jesus is for signs he's for salvation he's the water of life he's the high priest but get this psalm 110 if you could just turn there with me psalm 110 we're going to be looking at the first verses of that chapter the lord said to my lord sit at my right hand until i make your enemies your footstool who's that talking about well it's the apostle peter when he was preaching the first sermon the first gospel sermon on the day of pentecost the day the church was established he quoted this verse and he said this is referring to jesus who's going to sit at the right hand of god in that place of get it authority and then it says the lord shall send the rod of thy strength out of zion rule thou in the midst of thine enemies what was jesus referred to here the rod of the strength out of zion jesus is the rod of god he's for signs he's for salvation he's for living water he is for high priestly authority he is our high priest in fact if you go down to read verses three and four Thy people shall offer themselves willingly in the day of your power, in the beauties of holiness from the womb of the morning. You have the dew of your youth. The Lord has sworn and will not repent. Thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. Who is the priest that's after the order of Melchizedek? Hebrews 5, 6. Hebrews 6, 20, Hebrews 7, 17, and 21 is Jesus Christ. Jesus is the priest. The Lord at your right hand will strike through kings in the day of his wrath. He shall judge among the heathen. He shall fill the places with the dead bodies. He shall strike through the heads over in many countries. Jesus' power is going to be known throughout the entire world. He shall drink of the brook in the way. Therefore, he shall lift up the head. He's water, too. I love this passage. Jesus, the rod of God. Now, I looked up that word in verse 2 of Psalm 110, and it is the exact same Hebrew word As is used for the rod of God in Exodus 4 it's the same Hebrew word that's used for Aaron's rod and Moses rod all the way throughout the plagues all the way out through the dividing of the Red Sea where salvation is mentioned it's the same word that's used for rod when Aaron's rod budded it's the same word that's used when the rod struck the rock and water came forth and it's the word here that is used for Jesus Christ our authority our rod of god which is in our most holy place no wonder aaron's rod was put in the most holy place we have the living rod of god in the most holy place even today thank you for listening i hope you have a great rest of the month